Welcome, everybody, to the Building Ehrensburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ehrensburg. And I'm Catherine Ehrensburg. Happy anniversary, podcast. Happy anniversary. Thank you for being here for a whole year. Can you believe we made it a year? I cannot. And I didn't know it until I was typing out the episode numbers. <laughs> You're like, oh, 52 man. 52 means 52 weeks. We yeah. do one a week. Yeah. That's a year, although technically it's not a year because we released a chunk of them at the very beginning. As people tell me in my business, don't downstep your fi- your successes make them what they We've are done a year's worth of <laughs> episodes how about that and that's more than like 95 percent of podcasts ever do most okay. of them don't make a whole year's worth because they burn out or they're like nobody's listening well fancy us then we don't care that nobody's listening we're gonna press forward anyway I'm y'all so- are listening and we care about you we do it. we do we love you and i'm celebrating with a cup of coffee at uh 3 15 in the afternoon we just got back from Baton Rouge. That's our... I feel like we could do... Now that the kids are older, mm-hmm. we could do Baton Rouge in a day. Like, I feel like that's a day trip now. Like there and back? Mm-hmm. That's six hours of driving. I know. Really, it's like five, maybe. Two and a half, right? No, it's it's a solid three. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe it's because I'm driving more for work and stuff now, and I just put a podcast on and go, and the kids are older, so we're not... We don't have to stop every five minutes. Right. We really, if we leave at a time where there's not a meal, so if we left at like eight o'clock in the morning and got to Baton Rouge yeah. before lunch, yeah. we could certainly not stop yeah. and have no problem. That's true. I agree. So I don't know if it's a day trip though, because you would drive for six hours. How long would you actually spend there? I've done Baton Rouge in a day, several times for several different celebrations. You were never with me and I did it by I know, myself. It's just by yourself. Yeah. Does that make a difference? Because we don't have the kids? I don't know. Just seems like there's a lot of getting things together, but I guess not really. Not, we're not spending me. the night. Yeah, you're not spending the night. You're not getting anything together. No, you just hop in that car and yeah, go. Yeah, maybe we'll have to try it out. Yeah. So that <laughs> was just shaking his head. No. <laughs> so before we really get started, as usual, as every episode, if you guys wouldn't mind giving us a subscribe, hit that subscribe button and uh, give us five stars and subs and not subscribe. Refer us to your friends because we want them to hear us too. Yeah. Maybe there's something for them to learn or hear. Or we're just think about we're just chit chatting today. I do want to talk about traditions, okay, specifically holiday traditions. All right, because like I think about these things all the time. What makes a tradition? Uh, what traditions do we have? Which ones did we have as a kid? Like you and I, of course, we grew up in big families. We yeah. don't, but I wouldn't say we have all the same traditions. And which ones did we have and use, and the ones that we had and don't use? Right, you know, like. So, and it's interesting how traditions start because this is not a holiday I would one. imagine they start out of convenience and yeah. then they, people liked them, so we kept them kind of thing. Yeah, or out of, would you say out of convenience? Or necessity, maybe? Obligation, maybe sometimes? Maybe, yeah. Sometimes there's an obligation involved. Sure. And necessity, I would say that's another one because we always tell the story about the grandma and then the mom and then the daughter who all cut the turkey in half. Right. And by the third you know, generation, like, why am I cutting this turkey right. in half? Yeah. It's like, well, because grandma's oven was too small to fit the big turkey. Right. So that's why, you know. Yeah. But in our world, um, we started the tradition. I don't even know how it started. We didn't intend for it to be a tradition um, of us watching a movie on Friday night. Yeah. And I think it had possibly had something to do. I mean, because we started when they were, the kids were really little. Yeah. Really, really little. And I think that in large part, it probably started because you had football on Friday nights Mm -hmm. and I was not dragging four small children to a football game. And so uh, since you weren't home to help with dinner or anything else, we would have a pizza. I was tired of cooking all week. Have a pizza. It was my one one night off. 
um, and let them watch a movie. And yeah. it has stuck, and they absolutely they love it. Love it, and we'll have conniption fits if we don't have it. Oh, we transfer it to the Saturday if there's yes. something going on Friday. Yeah. That some of the kids are involved in. Yeah, it transfers today sometimes. Uh, they want to do it when we're out of town. Yeah. Like, we'll be doing other things. They're like, can we have movie nights? Like, we are, like, yeah. on vacation. Someone else's house. Yeah, or we're on vacation, like, at the beach, and you want to yeah. do movie night. Like, you've been going all day. Can you just lay down in the bed and go to sleep? It's like, no, this is our tradition. Yeah. So, I have a feeling that that's a good enough memory to where they will carry that on as I yeah, get older. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Also, uh, you know, as we said earlier, it's a tradition born out of necessity. Mm-hmm. You needed something for them to do. Inconvenience for me, too. Sure, I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. And we've brought other people into our uh, tradition. There's been friends over at the time that we're doing family movie night. We've we've built on it a little bit. Like now, it didn't. It used to be a pizza and watch and a, a movie. movie. Yeah. Somehow, well, somewhere along the way, I don't know how it happened, but now each kid gets to go into a grocery store and pick out one each individual a movie candy. Yeah, like a theater box candy. Yeah. I, you must have started that. That doesn't seem like something I'd have gone for. I don't know. I don't know why I did that, but we did it. And now that's kind of an expectation yeah. to some extent. Um, so we've had friends over or family over at the same time and they get their own box candy. Like they yeah. <laughs> just got a part of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's, that's that kind of tradition. Now, of course there's always all these holiday traditions, which you and I have come from two separate families. We've merged together our holidays. And so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about what those are. Uh, because I think everybody has their holiday tradition and sometimes you don't know what other people are doing for those holidays until mm. you marry into one or if you're spending time with other people's family yeah. at the holidays. And then you kind of have do. to make them work. Yeah. Which I think they've, I don't know how it's worked out, but it has worked out. Yeah. I don't think we've had too much conflicting. I know when um, I was a kid, for example, we went to midnight mass, which we don't do. Any- we did too. We do not do that. You and I don't do that. We've a hundred percent given up that tradition and I'm fine with it because you and I want to be in bed by nine. Well, I used to serve though. I was an altar server. So I served midnight mass. That was like in, in the altar server hierarchy. That is like you are class A if you get chosen to serve the midnight You are mass. the division one. Yes. <laughs> altar server. The most highly sought after serving you could do. An entire was midnight mass. Did you ever swing the uh, incense? That's my no. question. No, my older brother was always. Did he swing it in a circle? He did not do the circle. <sighs> no. I'm so tired of people rolling their eyes when I mention that. Well, because we come from a very. I need um, for y'all to write in on this. I, I might do a poll. I need for you to weigh in. Anybody who's not Catholic, keep scrolling. This is not for you. Um, in the Catholic Church, we have incense. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've seen it on movies because it seems like every movie depiction of a religion is always Catholic. And you see the altar boy and he's got the little, it almost looks like a lantern, like a draping lantern or a mm-hmm. chain. And he swings it and smoke comes out. Well, it's incense. They call it incense. It right. smells, you think it smells great. I think it smells terrible. When they're doing a serious, like, high mass situation, the whole church fills with it, and I want to choke. It's terrible. I love that smell. Anyway, I think it's nostalgia for you. Yeah, it has to be. has to be. So, I, you know what I'm talking about when I say do it in a circle. So, it's not like I've imagined this in my head. I've seen it done before. Okay, there's a thing. The altar server. A little little bit of a showboating technique, in my opinion. In the altar. It's so interesting (laughs) that when you do something, as opposed to being the observer, how you have such a specific feeling about whether that's okay or not. Yeah. Because I saw it, and I was like, well, that's cool. Like, who wouldn't want to be the guy turning the uh, the incense, not just like 
giving it a little like bump, right? Yeah. Not like just swinging it slightly. You can tell the guys that are going to do it when as soon as they walk in the church, they just have this swagger about them. Oh, they already got it swinging. Oh, You're like he's building momentum. He's doing the circle. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing. It really is. <laughs> You're so ridiculous about it. It's so funny, the judgment. You and your brother, and probably, I'm going to talk to all of them tonight when we go to dinner, about this judgment about these altar servers. So do you think you're judging it because you couldn't ever do it? Like I couldn't do it, like I wasn't allowed to yes, do it. Yes, you weren't allowed to do it, and now you just think it's I think it's, it's one of those, like, that's the way we were taught, and so that, in my mind, was the right way to do it. And all these other people, they probably went to one of these churches that don't even have, you know, statues in the church I was just say, like we're about some, to get real nerded out with some catholic yeah some opinionated business whatever some anyway sort of modern art church where it's all white and no Luther. statues and looks like a no no offense protestant people looks like a protestant church oh whatever get out of here okay so anyway <laughs> when we we would these guys would come down the aisle and they'd be swinging it and then they would do these giant circles and i thought it was so cool so one day one of our children was serving and they were serving this special mass where there would be incense because there's not incense at every mass despite what the movies right, tell you yeah. it's um, only at the high at the high masses right so they were doing one of those for right. all souls day and our kid was going to go serve and i was like oh my gosh maybe Uncle Petey, their their uncle who's a priest, will let you do the circle with the incense. Mm-hmm. And he came home and told me there is no way Uncle Petey would let him do that because yeah. it's not proper. It's not proper because it's he's your proper. brother and y'all were trained under the same tutelage. Button. We don't walk down the altar doing the the moonwalk. That's I mean, you can walk in a regular. Okay, y'all. Okay, this is what I have <laughs> to deal with. To you speak things. of tradition. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is in that same vein of just ridiculousness that y'all weren't taught it. Yeah. And so there is no entering it into your brain whatsoever. Ever, ever. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. So um, anyway, we didn't go. To, we don't go to midnight mass anymore. It's a beautiful mass. It's yeah. just I can't keep my eyeballs open. And at this point, we have children and Santa's coming. So we need to be able to be there to. To help Santa. And also for the kids to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, how did our parents do that? What were they doing? So in my house, we would, because we were all serving, my dad or whoever would take us there early. Mass was at midnight, obviously. We would get there at like 11.15. And when we got home from midnight mass, Santa came while we were at mass. What? Yeah. What? He sure did. That was your tradition? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So did you get to open, like, did you get to play so with we your toys? Always, we always opened our gifts oh, I that forgot. were given to us on Christmas Eve. Oh, I forgot, yes. So your family... So you tr- open them up, like we eat dinner, you open gifts, you go... On Christmas Eve. Yeah, then you go take a nap, usually, for a couple of hours. Then my parents would wake us up, usher us off to church to serve midnight mass. The odds of you being able to open your Christmas gifts and then go lay down for a nap... Didn't usually happen. Yeah, that's not great did not i'm not sure anybody thought that one through i wonder where the where the celebrating in your i think i got when i got into like high school i figured out it was better to take a nap during the day yeah because and then after you'd open up gifts you would just stay up yeah but i'm wondering where that tradition of opening get like guys we're talking about they open their entire christmas like whatever's under the tree on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. After dinner. After dinner. And then mm-hmm. and then Santa comes that night. Which is very convenient for when you get married. And most yep. people celebrate on Christmas Day. And so it's a very easy split. Especially since we're all in town. In the same town. We can go to your parents' house. Open with them. And the next day is all my family. Like there's no right. there's no need to split between the two. Yeah. Which has been amazing. Spend all of Christmas Eve 
on my side, all of Christmas Day on your side. Yes, that's been Makes amazing. It it's the same for Easter, too. We do Easter Vigil. Mm-hmm. And y'all do Easter Day. Yeah, which Easter is probably my favorite holiday, um, along with Thanksgiving. I love yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's the only one that we have to split, and that is it's hard. tough on the digestive system. <laughs> Because <laughs> we do lunch at your parents' house. Lunch at my parents, and there's certain things that you just feel like you got to eat there. You feel that way. I don't I feel, feel that, that way. way. Yeah, and then we go to your parents' house, and then there's things that you got to eat there, and mm-hmm. it just all got to fit in like a and even six to eight hour window. Even the the way it is served is different traditionally between yes. your family and my family, mm-hmm. and the food that is served at Thanksgiving is different. Generally, it's the same turkey and ham and all that, right. but like we're my mom puts out place settings of china and silver and crystal and cloth napkins and mm-hmm. it's very everyone fancy. has a seat with yes, their name right at the table labeled what we're like there's a, a seating chart into all of that yeah the details preparation mm-hmm. whereas your family's more like a buffet style mm-hmm. paper plastic plate which you know i can appreciate both i can appreciate all the planning that goes into the really nice one and i can appreciate not having to do dishes after yep. and for everyone after to help spending all day cooking you don't want to have to clean it up. Well, as in your much. family tradition, everybody brings a side. You right. know, to, like your mom does a turkey and the ham, and then people bring sides and dessert and all that. So she isn't cooking all day. Yeah. My mom cooks for weeks in preparation. It's not just mm-hmm. a day. She spent like I think she's already got like the pies in the freezer and the some of the sides that she's right already now made. She for, already does. Yeah, two absolute, weeks out. Yeah. Oh, she had them probably two weeks ago. Oh well. She she plans very far in advance, and then my sister comes in town and she does all the seating chart and like the putting all the tables together because there's always like 26 there's usually between 25 and 30 people okay at dinner how many would you say are traditionally at your parents house for dinner about the same about the same mm-hmm. um yeah so those are the tra- traditions for thanksgiving we also have another tradition for thanksgiving with my family which we yeah. call so my parents house is on a hill like they're at the top of a hill and so the tradition has been ever since i can remember we do what's called the cork we call it a cork toss. Pop cork toss? toss. We always call it cork toss. I, I just know, thought it's of that. Not thrown though, it's pop. well. Sometimes it is thrown. Sure. Because there was it's, accidents yeah, that happened. Right, but right. basically, we drink the cheapest of cheap wine. It's um, Cooks. Is it Cooks? We drink. I, I don't, don't know. know. Whatever it is, it's very inexpensive wine. And um, what's that wine that I like? It's got like a Jewish name to it. Oh, uh, because it's a Jewish Jewish table wine. It's like what little children drink at the Jewish table. <laughs> yeah, and Manischewitz. Manischewitz. <laughs> it tastes like like the sweetest juice you've ever had in your entire life. <laughs> Thomas is like, this is delicious. Um, yeah, the old Manischewitz. Anyway, so that's the tradition in my family is that my dad stands at the top like we've got 30 people so like it's a lot of bottles of wine and he opens all of them usually it's bubbly so it's champagne or whatever mm-hmm. and even if it's not bubbly he'll he'll toss he'll throw it, he'll yeah, throw it. the toss comes so in. he'll stand at the top and we of the hill by the house and we all stand at the bottom of the hill and he we wait for him to toss it it's always like twilight outside so you mm-hmm. can't really see the cork um, you can once it gets up against the sky, but like that's with true. the trees and stuff in the background, it's too dark. Yeah. So You're anyway, getting, getting the right angle read off the off whoever the pop is whoever tough. catches it. I don't know. They don't win anything, but no. it's always fun to catch the the cork. Which also traditionally, since it's cheap wine, there's not an actual cork. It's a plastic cork. Right. Like what the heck? I, like I'm now as an adult realizing like what. Maybe at some point it was you know before all the kids started drinking the wine it was just four or five adults there 
Maybe they used to get nicer no, wine. No, they didn't. Come on now. This is my family we're talking about. That's true. You're right. right. Anyway, so that's, our, so that's our big tradition. It usually leads to tears. There's Somebody cries. Someone they cries. Don't, there's or, only one. Right. Or there's cork. usually about three corks. But maximum. There's, there's like 12 grandkids. Kids. Yeah. All the adults stand down there too. Right. I have several brother-in-laws who are between 5'3 and 5'8. So they're cheaters. There's a lot of competition. You mean six three and six. I'm sorry. Eight. What did you I say? Five, three, oh no, five, there's six three and six, six three eight. And six eight. Yeah. Yes, I said six eight. We make him stand in the back. Yeah. And don't come forward, sir. Do not even attempt. If you catch this, you've you cheated. Just stand where you're. you're stand. I mean, he just reaches his arm out, and he can reach like past the entire yeah, crowd. He can just grab the cork. From he the has top like of the a hill. five foot long arm. Like, ugh, it's just not. It's not. It's not fair. If he catches the cork, it's he not cheated. Fair to the children's. Yeah. Especially anyway. our children who are vertically challenged. <laughs> so that that's our, um, we have so, I mean, we love that tradition of the tossing of the cork. Yeah. Cork catching, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes we'll roll down the hill as a family. That's fun too. Yep. Got a good picture of that. Get very itchy before the old Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and then we all sit together and sweat to death because it's been We hot. usually prop that door open. Yeah, we prop the door open, prop the window open, but it's never enough, never enough flow. Never, yeah. Not a lot of people flow. in a very tight room. Yeah, there's candles lit, there's centerpieces. It's a whole thing, but it's all, it's just all part of the tradition. Yep. Um, and then, so at your your family's house, it's more of like a everybody eat and go outside and play kind of. A, well, and we all spread out too. There's some eat in the kitchen, some eat in the living room, some people go out to eat, like out on the front porch or back porch. Yeah, it's usually split by ages, by groups. Yeah, and like generations of the, the family. Younger kids are in the one spot, the teenagers in another. And Younger adults and older adults. Yeah. There's usually a game on. People are watching the game. Oh, yeah. Well, there's never a game on at my parents' house, I don't think. So. Maybe there is. It is, but we don't watch it. We all go. <laughs> Just tempting Thomas from the yeah. other room. <laughs> all right. So, let's move on to um, Christmas. Christmas tradition, like we started to mention earlier, is that your family celebrates on the day before right. traditional Christmas. I, I would be really interested to know where that started because, I mean. It, Me too. I, my my dad makes it sound like they did it that way when he was a kid. I don't know why I get that impression. I guess the, just the way things are explained. Yeah, we need to ask and find out because I'd be curious to know. I don't. Again, you know, going back to the necessity or the um, the ease of it or whatever. Yeah, it's like your grandpa used to, like. Okay, so the the Aaronsburg quote unquote tradition is that there's no star on top of their tree. They do right. not put a star up there. And his Thomas's grandpa came up. We believe. I be, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Let me let me start that over. I believe that grandpa made up a story about why there is no star on the tree because he was either too cheap or too poor to buy a star to put on the top of the tree. Sure. And so. I don't know if that's true or Just not. Just to back up, my grandfather was born during the Depression. Great Depression. So yes. that would make sense. Yes. Um, but anyway, Thomas's tree, his parents' tree, never has a star on top. So we just recently finally bought a star. We've been married 15 years, mm-hmm. and we just got a star for the top of the tree. How are you going to feel about Blasphemy. that? Blasphemy. I don't, I don't care. I do you don't care. care. Okay, so this is another tradition that you're willing to part with. Yeah. But we asked him where this tradition came from with the tree, and he doesn't. Your grandpa doesn't remember, like he's. But he's never had. It's like it a was his. On the street. Oh, is that right? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm wondering if that's what his parents told him. You know, you know, little grandpa in 1938, mm-hmm. wondering why he didn't have a star on his tree, and they're like, "Well, because, well, buddy, yeah, because because this is the Great Depression, bud." 
Yeah, they didn't say that. They made it a nice story, and you'll have to explain it because it's like, oh, so the, the Christmas tree represents our life, and all the ornaments and stuff that you put on the tree are things that like milestones in your life, which are, I mean, that it's a good Sometimes. metaphor for that. I mean, if that's most of the ornaments say, you know, Susie's first birthday or the year that people were married or whatever. Or there's, you know, a, a ornaments of your favorite sports teams or whatever. Like, I mean, those are typically the things that are on the ornaments. I guess there are some that are just regular decorative, you know, decorations. But anyway, the reason there's not an ornament or a star or an angel at the top of the tree is because that's supposed to represent our milestone or our reward of getting to heaven. Like when you get there, you'll get. And we don't know what that looks like. So we can't have anything representing on the tree. We can't, we can't represent that in any way. I don't know. I mean, you can go back and argue with great grandpa Aaronsburg about why. I just, it's just interesting to me that grandpa never questioned that tradition. Because it was probably explained to him when he was six. and he just went with it. Yeah. Everyone, if you're listening right now, question everything. You question that star that's not on the tree. You question, you question the star that is on the tree. Qu- that's right. Why is there a star on the tree? Everyone? I don't know. <laughs> Why did we buy a star to put on the tree? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you how it started, though. I was in a thrift store the other day, and I was like, oh, look, these stars are a dollar. I would love to just put a star on the top of the tree. It looks so barren with that one stick sticking up on the top. Right. Like the decor. I usually get the lights up there pretty good now. You do, but I would like to just still <laughs> throw something up there to kind of just polish it all off. Yeah. And um, I found one at the thrift store after 15 years, and I called the kids, and they're all like, no, that's not the one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. No star. If we're going to do a star, it's got to be the star. Yeah. So then we went to Walmart that apparently had the star. At the, at the Walmart. <laughs> We got that star, so we are breaking that tradition off. We will officially have a star in our house. There might be some of your family who's disappointed when they come in the room, but it would probably only be like people older than us. Your your yeah, I don't siblings think they don't, don't care. care. Yeah, I don't think they care. So that's, I mean, that's the big one. But And then the actual opening of the gifts. We usually have a very big Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, just like everybody else would have a Christmas dinner. You we go to Mass. Eve. We go to the... Um, Mass Christmas Eve as well. Right, and then we come home and eat after that. Right, but Mass Christmas Eve is usually like 4.30 in the afternoon. It's early. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go, and then we'll come back and eat. When we're done eating, we do this procession. Oh, see, the procession is a huge... Forgot about that. Yeah, a huge tradition for we your Christmas. process around our house with the Advent wreath. And it's, all it's the Jesus little birthday. kids carry a little figurine that goes into the manger scene. Uh, as many children as there are, there's a figurine for everyone. Yes, there is. There is that many figurines. And there's that many children. <laughs> the youngest child carries the baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. We sing a song as we process around. All the kids put the little things in there. Then we sing happy birthday to Jesus. Mm-hmm. We turn all the lights off in the house and, tur- and light all the candles of the advent wreath. Mm-hmm. And they process in. It's a cool little, it's a neat little tradition. It is. If you're on the outside looking in, I think you would. It always gets a lot of kind of goofy laughs because the kids, I mean, it's like herding cats to get yeah. all these, because there's always some little kid and there's always that, like, as long as they can walk, they can care, they can be the one that carries the baby Jesus and puts them in the manger. Um, but tr- usually that means we're talking about like a one or a two year old. Right. Ain't walking very good and like doesn't really understand the tradition yet. So yeah, you're like a lot having of ushering to, them around. Yeah, and, ushering them around, which is always hilarious because they don't know what's going on. But again, it's just part of the tradition. It's it's just such a 
just a memory. So it's going to be really interesting to see of all these traditions that we had that we kind of like kick some out and got mm-hmm. some new ones that we pass on to our kids. Which ones will they keep and which ones will they decide not to do and then add more? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's that one because it's a family tradition. I think that we keep it as long as we mm-hmm. keep going to Christmas at my parents' house. Of course, yeah, as long as they're alive. As long but, as your parents are alive. Would we keep it after that? I don't I know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because then at the same time, you know, traditions just with our immediate family, you, me, and the four kids, you know, you want them to open gifts Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, that's become a new tradition that I I don't know, really know. So for years, we went to my sister's house in Houston um, leading up to Christmas and even some in at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, I just thought, I want my kids to wake up in our house. Like, I want Santa to come to our house. Um and it's it's just too much rushing around and driving back and forth at that time of year when things right. are so hectic and crazy. Because now that they're bigger, like when they were really small, they don't know the difference. So I just wanted them to form the tradition of being home for Christmas. Yeah. And so we have done that. So no matter what, we are home on Christmas morning and they wake up in their own house on Christmas morning. Well, and the morning. logistics too, getting back to the necessity of things. The logistics of us having to pack up all of our gifts, drive them eight hours, and put them under a tree, open them up. Put them back in the car, drive them back eight yeah. hours. You know, it's just... It's too much. It became a logistics issue. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So, it'll anyway, it'll be interesting to see what they what they carry with them and what they don't. But then moving from there, I mean, with your parents, that we haven't really had a solid tradition. Do we go there for dinner, maybe, on yeah, Christmas Day? Yeah, we haven't reformed because we were in Houston for so long um, for Christmas that we didn't, we haven't yet really reformed what our Christmas tradition is. We're a lot more spread out than your family is. Right. I have sisters, um, all over the country. Um, me and my brother are the only ones who are still in town. So, um, it's harder to, to organize that. It's, oh yeah, it's a lot harder to organize cause they all have their own families now too. So, um, that's definitely a harder thing to do with all the gifts that, that really is the, the linchpin thing, I think, is all the gifts traveling yeah. back and forth. Well, I wonder, you know, maybe it's worth suggesting just not doing it, you know, doing Christmas, quote unquote Christmas, but it's not actual Christmas. You know, like my aunt and uncle that live in Baton Rouge, they come, the, they've started the last few years coming the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of Christmas-like stuff that weekend. Yeah, we, we definitely... some of the gifts that are for them that they've given and we've given to them and that kind of thing. Right. We've definitely um, extended the Christmas holiday season oh, as it's far like as two weeks gift now. giving yeah. is very, very long. And by the time it's over, I'm I'm far done. I'm yeah. very much ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, So we've talked about personal stuff. As far as like business traditions, um, I do, and I've, I'm morphing into it and establishing it over the last year or two probably... But um, traditionally, I will take off the last week of the year and the first week of the year mm-hmm. every year. Um, I just completely away from business. Completely away from business. There's not a lot of not a lot going in the landscape world. Uh, the last week of the year and the first week of the year. Right. Um, and being able to just set that aside as a possibility of working in the business lets me focus on what we're doing with the family, getting things you know prepared for the season, right. and then starting off the new year. Um, in a positive direction and with planning and all that. So well, it's such a that's such a hectic time of the year for us too. At least it has been. It's in the extremely past. hectic. Traveling. Oh, we got to meet so and so because that we need to open gifts with this 
mm-hmm. with this group of people and then come back over here because we have dinner with this group of people. And Well, the other thing I do that time of year is while, I've, while I have that period of time that I'm taking away from work, I'm decluttering the house in preparation for all the new things that are about to come in. And mm-hmm. I think that when we first, I think maybe the first episode we did, we talked about this, um, that it feels so icky for me to say, I have to clean out all their stuff so they can have even more stuff come right. in. Like it just feels terrible. But yeah, that is the fact that our kids have toys that they don't play with. They play with the toys. There's a lot of things they play with, but they've accumulate things over the year as well. Right. They go to parties and get little favors and things like that. But I'm just saying they're very blessed and they're very, they're very privileged and they have plenty. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But gift giving is part of the holiday season and people want to give them gifts. And so, um, I spend that time. It's not just toys. It's also clothes they've grown out of. Sure. It's it's yeah. a lot of things. It's well, not just and that. that time of the year for Mobile, weather wise, we don't really get cold around here until maybe January. Mm-hmm. But like we get these little cold spells, like we have one right now. Yeah, and we'll get a few usually in December. And so you are like for the kids. A lot of times they're putting on their winter clothes for the first time in eight months or nine months. High water. They're waiting yeah. for floods in those pants. So there's a lot of going through just getting rid of junk that they don't get anymore yeah so and we've finished projects and maybe we've got loose material ends and things like that we need to get rid of so anyway all that being said i spend those two weeks decluttering and um organizing closets and making sure that we're prepared for the new year it just makes my brain feel better to be prepared for the new year right even if it's a closet and if it's behind a closed door it just makes me feel better so um that's a tradition for me as well and it kind of makes me feel like i'm starting off the new year just with a clean slate that's right a clean slate a clean free of clutter brain because clutter in my house makes clutter in my brain right i can't yeah. help it i don't I agree with that people be like just shut the door i'm like no but i know it's behind the door i know yeah, yeah. we mm-hmm. just i just cleaned out a closet our bedroom closet that we've had it was like our storage from when we moved here it was yeah. like where stuff we that we haven't gotten out of a box since we moved here yeah it's still sitting in in a box and i went through it i really did do the marie condo on some of it which is, does this bring joy to my life? No. It goes to Probably the thrift store. Probably a lot of it store. was no. Well, a lot of it is like, well, I use this to, you know, put on a bookshelf when we right. redo the bathroom. And then I just, I just think. I'll worry about it when I get there. Yeah. We don't not? know when we're doing the bathrooms. Yeah. And we know we, knew, we are doing them. I know I'll be able to find another piece of art. You know, sure. I'm good at thrift shopping. I can find deals. It's not, it's not that. So. I just need to learn to let it go. I probably got rid of three quarters of it, and I've got a quarter and that's still left. just one closet. That's one closet. You still have another closet. That was our worst closet, though. It was our worst. Okay. You don't, I don't think even, so? I don't know what's in all those closets, so <laughs> I knew that that one Thomas was mostly your decorative stuff. completely turn it off. Yeah, it was like, it was all like wall art and little bowl, like ceramic bowls. Every yeah. time I go to a thrift store, I pick up, if there's any handmade ceramic bowls at a thrift store that someone made, like throwing clay mm-hmm. you know in their art class or whatever and it gets sent to goodwill i'm gonna pick it up i don't want the mugs usually yeah. i just want these little bowls like you hold a ring in it or you know it's like yeah. sit. so like now there's one i went and distributed them around the house there's one in everybody's drawer just in case you got change right they're good for change or jewelry or just junk. i don't know just junk that they find in the playground rocks who is that was that is that the Cecilia that does that yes yeah. She's got jars Picks of up junk on the playground and stuffs it in the pocket. She doesn't even have pockets. I know. Well, not even. She doesn't do it anymore. Okay. She used to do it when she was in pre-K. 
And, and she used to wear pockets. And she used to wear pockets. Yeah. And she would pick up rocks and um, glitter, not glitter, sequins. That she, like, you know, it glittered yeah. and it sparkled. And she'd pick that up or giant Fancy. acorns. Put it in my pocket. She would pick up all kinds of things. <laughs> she would come home with just pockets full of things. And I would stick them in a jar. And so she's got these two big, you know, old pickle jars or something full of all the randomness that she picked up off the playground. Mm-hmm. She was really cleaning up that playground. Yeah, she was. One pocket full at a time. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated her being there. <laughs> the maintenance staff is like has a little helper out there. But she was only picking up the stuff that she thought was pretty or... That caught her eye. Yeah. Look at this gigantic acorn. I'm going to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> it was abnormally large and she knew it at the age of three. She's like, this is really weird. I love it. So it's amazing what the, the tendencies of children yeah, are. That, that's like that she must get that from you with the potter, pottery that you're just talking about. Oh, God. The pottery is my acorn. Yep. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. You got to know. Thanks for the making that association. Know. The more you know. <laughs> so that's our conversation on holiday tradition. We're just doing the end of the year ones. I really need to hear from y'all. I know there are certain people who are going to text me and tell me about whether or not they've seen the altar servers do the incense in a circle. Yeah, I'm sure people have seen it. And they're probably like, wow, that's okay. cool. Two-part question. Have you seen it? If the answer is yes, it's like one of those, Venn, those not Venn diagram, but the like mapping diagram. Yep. If the answer is yes, tell me if you thought it was cool. If the answer is yes, I'm giving you a high five. Okay? To, if it's yes and yes? Yeah. If if you say yes and no, yes, Thomas will I've give you a it. high five. Okay. You could think it's cool, but still think it's not appropriate. That's cool. Inappropriate inappropriate is the word that you would That's use the word for the I would use yeah oh my gosh you are it's s- just bringing the, well, why are you doing it it's showboating it's showboating i just feel like that's a jealousy that's coming it's from jealousy i just think it's showboating he's got his arms look crossed at me. look at me no maybe don't look at jesus look at me no maybe it's and for jesus i will swing the sentence <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's what it's about i don't think they're just filled with the holy he's spirit like, he's like jesus i'll make a deal with you if i can swing it all the way around that means I'm giving you the biggest high five. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's a look at me kind of situation. What? Okay, excuse we're, me. We're already looking at you because we don't normally see incense anyway, bud. No, I we think that your the, argument's we don't need really the bad. Extra flip around. You, we, we, the only time I've ever seen it is at the cathedral. Ever. That's the only time I've ever seen it done. How many other look at me things is in the cathedral? There's so uh, much gold in there. How about the person singing? They always get the most. Out of control person to sing up there. Exactly. So how does this not fit in with the rest of the showboating that happens at that that's, mass? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a showboat. Okay. They're it's showboat. Fine, but it's okay. You, Mr. <laughs> Maui just turned real country just then. A. <laughs> eh? Um, I'm just saying it's a package deal. Sure. So why would you not I said do? It, I said I think it's cool. And by the way, this is coming but from someone who was trained. Like, do you remember those? They weren't. You were. You were an acolyte, which is a uh, very. I don't even know what that what, acolyte. I was what? generally the cross bearer. Okay, because you were the shortest, right? Because I had two brothers younger than me that were the same height. Oh, so you were the oldest. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, you were in, there was people in your family who were acolytes, which means you carry candles. Describe what those candles looked like, especially during the holiday season. Um, torches, I guess? No, sir. Absolutely lanterns? not. I don't know. What they were you? red... Lanterns. Lanterns with yeah. like the most... like outlandish gold were they twirling them scroll or were they moving very solemnly and <laughs> reverently 
I can almost guarantee around. you if, it, if Father Zombie Picture. didn't think that the uh, glass would fall out, that you'd be like twirling them like Booker Thompson go down the aisle. I don't think we would. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really think that he was a very like, not was, very he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, very old school. Is twirling in a circle not old school? I don't think so. You think, do you think St. Peter was twirling? Let's not go down this road. (laughs) Let's not go down this road. I just think it's showboat, and I do think it's cool, but I just think it's completely unnecessary. So for the reason of showboating, you're out? Like, that's it? Yeah, I'm not a showboater. Hmm. You act like you've done it before. We tell our players, act like you've done it before. But doing it in a circle has proven that you've done it plenty of times before. No, it's saying, look at me. I can do this. Do you not allow them to celebrate in the end zone? No. That's not true. I've seen them dancing They're in the end zone. They're not supposed to. Hmm. They come back to the sideline and we give them a high five and then we get on them about it. <laughs> Act like you've done that before. <laughs> it's in about you. You didn't get there by yourself. Hmm. Yeah, ten guys helping you get there, bud. True. It is a team thing. You think the cross bear is turning his cross around? <laughs> You're up there spinning your thing or, or is everyone else walking reverently? <laughs> And you're up there putting on a show. This is so specifically Catholic. I apologize to everyone who's not, who's listening to this, which is probably zero. I think we have a lot of Catholic listeners. Anyway, that's our conversation on traditions. I want to hear what you have to say about the um, incense, if you've seen it in circles, and if you think it's cool, and if you think it's showboaty. All right? We need yeah. to get, get a poll on that going. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I also want to hear about your holiday traditions, because I think... They're so cool. Like, I wouldn't have known what your family holiday traditions yeah. were until I'm in the family. Right. Like, you only know yeah. what yours are until you're in it. So, let's hear those. And um, don't forget, five stars, subscribe, send us to a friend. Until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.